0: it's April the 21st. Let's read the Bible. Friends, welcome back to this year-long journey from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. Here we are near the end of the month of April, almost one-third of the way through the Bible. We have come to the last few chapters of the Gospel of Luke. Hey, let me tell you, before I get into the text, I got a note from a friend someone I actually haven't heard from in many, many years, Uh, from another part of life, so to speak, who out of the blue wrote me and reminded me that we had known each other many years ago. He said, I joined you. I have been following along on the Bible reading this year and used an interesting word. He said it's been good to reconnect with the Bible. Hey, that's what this is all about. We want people to, who know the Word of God and who love it, and we want people who don't know the Bible at all to either connect for the first time or, in the case of my friend, to reconnect with God's Word. And I feel like that's what's happening for many of us. I know it's happening for me. Every time I sit down to read God's Word with you, I discover something new. So then, we're in Luke chapter 19. We're going to do 19, 20, 21, and 22 today. So, what to look for? chapter 19, the story of Zacchaeus, chapter 20. Jesus is interviewed by the Sadducees who ask him a very strange and ultimately very funny question. Um, Chapter 21, the signs of the last days. This is Luke's version of the Olivet Discourse. We're in the last week of Christ's life. What should we expect as we approach the end of the age? And then in chapter 22, What does Jesus promise to his men? This is in the upper room. What has he promised to them? Because they have stood by him. So here we go. Lord, open our eyes that we might behold wonderful things from your word. Luke 19, he entered Jericho and was passing through. There was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and he was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but he was not able because of the crowd since he was a short man. So, running ahead, he climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus, since he was about to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, because today it is necessary for me to stay at your house. So, he quickly came down and welcomed him joyfully. All who saw it began to complain, he's gone to stay with a sinful man. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, look, I'll get half my possessions to the poor, Lord and if I have extorted anything from anyone, I'll pay back four times as much. Today, salvation has come to this house, Jesus told him, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save the lost. As they were listening to this, he went on to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and they thought the kingdom of God was going to appear right away. Therefore, he said, a nobleman traveled to a far country to receive for himself authority to be king and then to return. He called two of his servants and gave them ten minas and told them, Engage in business until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, We don't want this man to rule over us. At his return, having received the authority to be king, he summoned those servants he had given the money to so that he could find out how much they had made in business. The first came forward and said, Master, your mina." has earned ten more minas. Well done, good servant, he said to him, because you have been faithful in a very small matter, have authority over ten towns. The second came and said, Master, your mina has made five minas. So he said to him, You will be over five towns. And another came and said, Master, here is your mina. I have kept it safe in a cloth, because I was afraid of you, since you are a harsh man. You collect what you didn't deposit, and reap what you didn't sow. He told him, I will condemn you by what you have said, you evil servant. If you knew I was a harsh man, collecting what I didn't deposit and reaping what I didn't sow, why then didn't you put my money in the bank? And when I returned, I would have collected it with interest. So he said to those standing there, Take the mina away from him and give it to the one who has ten minas. But they said to him, Master, he has ten minas. I tell you that to everyone who has, more will be given. And from the one who does not have, even what he does have will be taken away. But bring here these enemies of mine who did not want me to rule over them and slaughter them in my presence. When he had said these things, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said, Go into the village ahead of you. As you enter it, you will find a colt tied there on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent left and found it, just as he told them, as they were untying the colt. Its owner said to them, why are you untying the colt? The Lord needs it, they said. Then they brought it to Jesus. And after throwing their clothes on the colt, they helped Jesus get on it. As he was going along, they were spreading their clothes on the road. Now he came near the path down the Mount of Olives. And the whole crowd of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees from the crowd told him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if they were to keep silent, the stones would cry out. As he approached and saw the city, he wept for it, saying, If you knew this day... What would bring peace? But now it is hidden from your eyes, for the days will come on you when your enemies will build a barricade around you, surround you, and hem you in on every side. They will crush you and your children among you to the ground, and they will not leave one stone on another in your midst, because you did not recognize the time when God visited you. He went into the temple, began to throw out those who were selling, and he said, It is written, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Every day he was teaching in the temple. The chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people were looking for a way to kill it, but they could not find a way to do it because all the people were captivated by what they had heard. Luke chapter 20. One day, as he was teaching the people in the temple and proclaiming the good news, chief priest and the scribes with the elders came and said to him tell us by what authority are you doing these things who is it who gave you this authority he answered them, i will also ask you a question tell me was the baptism of john from heaven or of human origin they discussed it among themselves if we say from heaven he will say why didn't you believe him but if we say of human origin all the people will stone us because they are convinced that john was a prophet so they Answered that they did not know its origin. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Now, he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, leased it to tenant farmers, and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the farmers so that they might give him some fruit from the vineyard. But the farmers beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He sent yet another servant, but they beat that one too, treated him shamefully and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent yet a third. But they wounded this one too and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What should I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenant farmers saw him, they discussed among themselves and said, This is the heir. Let's kill him, so that the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those farmers and give the vineyard to others. But when they heard this, they said, that must never happen. But he looked at them and said, then what is the meaning of the scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will shatter him. Then the scribes and chief priests looked for a way to get their hands on him that very hour because they knew he had spoken this parable against them. But They feared the people. They watched closely and sent spies who pretended to be righteous so they could catch him in what he had said to hand him over to the governor's rule and authority. They questioned him. Teacher, we know that you speak and teach correctly and you don't show partiality but teach truthfully the way of God. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But detecting their craftiness, he said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription does it have? Caesar's, they said. Well, then. He told them, give to Caesar the the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's." They were not able to catch him in what he said in public and being amazed at his answer, they became silent. Some of the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came up and questioned him. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother has a wife and dies childless, his brother should take the wife and produce offspring for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died without children. Also the second and the third took her. In the same way, all seven died and left no children. Finally, the woman died too. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For all seven had married her. Jesus told them, the children of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who were counted worthy to take part in that age and in the resurrection from the dead. Neither marry nor are given in marriage, for they cannot die because they are like angels and are children of God, since they are children of the resurrection. Moses even indicated in the passage about the burning bush that the dead are raised, where he calls the Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, because all are living to him. Some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well, and they no longer dare to ask him anything. Then he said to them, How can they say that Messiah is the son of David? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord declared to my Lord sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. David calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? While all the people were listening, he said to his disciples, Beware. Beware of the scribes, who want to go around in long robes and who love greetings in the marketplaces the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and say long prayers just for show. These will receive harsher judgment. Luke 21. He looked up and saw the rich dropping their offerings into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow dropping in two tiny coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all of them. For all these people have put in gifts out of their surplus, but she out of her poverty has put in all she had to live on. As some were talking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, he said, These things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left on another that will not be thrown down. Teacher, they asked him, So when will these things happen? And what will be the sign when these things are about to take place? Then he said, Watch out, that you are not deceived. For many will come in my name, say, I am he, and the time is near. Don't follow them. When you hear of wars and rebellions, don't be alarmed. Indeed, it is necessary that these things take place first, but the end won't come right away. Then he told them, Nation will be raised up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be violent earthquakes and famines and plagues in various places, and there will be terrifying sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, They will lay their hands on you and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to bear witness. Therefore, make up your minds, not prepare your defense ahead of time. For I will give you such words and a wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will even be betrayed by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends. They will kill some of you. You will be hated by everyone because of my name but not a hair of your head will be lost by your endurance gain your lives when you see jerusalem surrounded by armies then recognize that its desolation has come near then those in judea must flee to the mountains those inside the city must leave it those who are in the country must not enter it because these are days of vengeance to fulfill all the things that are written woe to pregnant women And nursing mothers in those days for there will be great distress in the land and wrath against this people they will be killed by the sword and led captive into all the nations and jerusalem will be trampled by the gentiles until the times of the gentiles are fulfilled then there will be signs in the sun moon and stars there will be anguish on the earth among nations bewildered by the roaring of the sea and the waves People will faint from fear and expectation of the things that are coming on the world because the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to take place, stand up and lift your heads because your redemption is near. Then he told them a parable Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they put out leaves, You can see for yourselves and recognize that summer is already near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, recognize that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be on your guard so that your minds are not dulled from carousing drunkenness and worries of life, or that day will come on you unexpectedly like a trap for it will come on all who live on the face of the whole earth, but be alert at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. During the day he was teaching in the temple, but in the evening he would go out and spend the night on what is called the Mount of Olives, that all the people would come early in the morning to hear him in the temple. Luke 22 the festival of unleavened bread which is called passover was approaching the chief priest and the scribes were looking for a way to put him to death because they were afraid of the people then satan entered judas called iscariot who was numbered among the twelve he went away and discussed with the chief priest and temple police how he could hand him over to them they were glad and agreed to give him silver so he accepted the offer and started looking for a good opportunity to betray him to them When the crowd was not present. Then the day of unleavened bread came, when the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked him, Listen. He said to them, When you've entered the city, a man carrying a water jug will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters. Tell the owner of the house, The teacher asks you, Where is the guest room where I can eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large, furnished room upstairs. Make the preparations there. So they went and found it, just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, he reclined at the table, and the apostles with him. Then he said to them, I have fervently desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I tell you, from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, gave it to them and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But look, the hand of the one betraying me is at the table with me, for the Son of Man will go away as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. So they began to argue among themselves which of them it could be who was going to do it. Then a dispute also arose among them about who should be considered the greatest. But he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who have authority over them have themselves called benefactors. It is not to be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever is greatest among you should become like the youngest. And whoever leads like the one serving, for who is greater? The one at the table or the one serving? Isn't it the one at the table? I am among you as one who serves. You are those who stood by me in my trials. I bestow on you a kingdom, just as my Father bestowed on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. And you will sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon Simon, look out. Satan is asked to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail, and you, when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Lord, he told them, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. I tell you, Peter, he said, the rooster will not crow today until you deny three times that you know me. He also said to them, When I sent you out without money bag, traveling bag or sandals, did you lack anything? Not a thing, they said. Then he said to them, But now, whoever has a money bag should take it, and also a traveling bag. Whoever doesn't have a sword should sell his robe and buy one. For I tell you, what was written must be fulfilled in me, and he was counted among the lawless. Yes, what is written about me is coming to its fulfillment. Lord, they said, look, here are two swords. That is enough, he told them. He went out and made his way as usual to the Mount of Olives, And the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he told them, Pray that you may not enter or fall into temptation. Then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down, and began to pray, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him, being in anguish. He prayed more fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he got up from prayer, and came to the disciples he found them sleeping exhausted from their grief why are you sleeping he asked them get up and pray so that you won't fall into temptation while he was still speaking suddenly a mob came and one of the 12 named judas was leading them he came near jesus to kiss him but jesus said to him judas are you betraying the son of man with a kiss when those around him saw what was going to happen they asked lord Should we strike with the sword? Then one of them struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. But Jesus responded, no more of this. And touching his ear, he healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, temple police, and the elders who had come for him, have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a criminal? Every day while I was with you in the temple, you never laid a hand on me. But this is your hour and the dominion of dark. They seized him, led him away, and brought him into the high priest's house. Meanwhile, Peter was following at a distance. They lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, and Peter sat among them. When a servant saw him sitting in the light and looked closely at him, she said, This man was with him too. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him. After a little while, someone else saw him and said, You're one of them too. Man, I am not, Peter said. About an hour later, another kept insisting. This man was certainly with him, since he is also a Galilean. But Peter said, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Immediately, while he was still speaking, a rooster crow. Then the Lord turned and looked at Peter. So Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The men who were holding Jesus started mocking and beating him. After blindfolding him, they kept asking, prophesy, who was it that hit you? And they were saying many other blasphemous things to him. When daylight came, the elders of the people, both the chief priests and the scribes, convened and brought him before their Sanhedrin. They said, if you are the Messiah, tell us. But he said to them, if I do tell you, you will not believe. And if I ask you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. They all asked, are you then the Son of God? And he said to them, you say that I am. Why do we need any more testimony? They said, since we've heard it ourselves from his mouth. At this point, it is now five o'clock. 6 o'clock, 6.30, on Good Friday. We've already had the Last Supper. We've already had the journey to the Garden of Gethsemane. We've already had the time of prayer. If it be possible that this cup pass from me. We've already had the, the, the sickening betrayal by Judas. Jesus carried away bowed like a common criminal to Caiaphas. Held there for a while. Meanwhile, out in the courtyard, are you the one? Didn't you know him? you were with him? No, no, no. Cursing and swearing. The crowing of the rooster. And just at that moment, the third time, Peter denied the Lord. Just at that moment, Jesus, having been beaten, bruised, bloodied, hands bound, is brought out into the courtyard of the high priest Caiaphas. He comes out, just as Peter is denying him for the third time. Jesus looks at Peter And Peter remembered what Jesus had said. It's almost as if Jesus is saying, look at me, Peter. Look what they did to me. Look at me. Bound and beat. Peter, do you know me now? Peter, look at me. Do you know me now? Peter wept. And went away oh what a reminder it is to all of us to watch and pray to watch and pray how easy it is to boast one moment and to deny jesus the next listen if it could happen to peter leader of the apostles it could certainly happen to you and me so we're ended here now we are ended with the reading for today but let us go out on a solemn note Oh, God, deliver us from vanity. Deliver us from boasting. Oh, God, deliver us from thinking so strong. Lord, show us how weak we really are prone to wander, Lord. We feel it, prone to leave the God we love. Come to our aid, Lord. Come to our aid. Come and help us. Lest we, like Peter, should boast one moment and deny you the next. God, give us strength to be true to you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Go out and have a great, God-blessed day. And may God help us, help you and me, to be strong. Strong. No boasting. No boast. Not a day to boast. A day to be faithful. Go out and have a great day, folks. Come back tomorrow, our final day, in the great, wonderful Gospel of Luke. See you then.